all-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information shall i take your order or do you need a minute yes i'll be ready just buying a car on carvana what it's super convenient i already got pre-qualified in two minutes all i had to do was answer a few questions what that's handy yeah now i'm customizing my down and monthly payments what that's an exquisite deal and just like that carvana's delivering my car in a couple days what oh yeah uh sorry i'll have the burrito Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Warning. You're about to enter the arena and join the battle to save America with your host, Sean Parnell. Welcome to Battleground Live. Uh, to Parnell's platoon, who's out, you're out there watching. I just want to say thank you for being in the trenches with us. Um, again, I say this all the time, but I, I truly mean it. This show is is for you. Um, it's just an unbelievable honor to me to have you with me in the trenches, a boots on the ground at the ground level as we build this show. I mean, this show at its core is about saving this country. It's about you giving you the facts and the truth so you can stand on that pillar of truth and fight back against the radical left's lies because really that's all they do. Um, so again, thank you for, for joining us today. Uh, we got uh, an amazing show. Um, my, my producer, Brock Star, um, set some ground rules for me because I, I cram these shows. We have the show grid and it's a, it's a Google Doc and we break it down into A Block B block, C block, D block, if we have time. So we, I come into these shows hoping to get to four blocks, four separate topics. And I fill those blocks with articles that I think are going to dominate the news cycle or articles or news stories that haven't been touched on by mainstream media outlets, just because I want you to be, I want you to see them. And I think that they're important. Um, but it's gotten so bad because I cha- I fill these blocks up so much that Brock has been like, here's this way. You talked the whole episode yesterday for an entire hour and you use one piece of sound. So yes, there was a lot left on the on the cutting room floor yesterday. But um, but Brock is right. So we've got lots to cover today. So I want to get right to it. Um, you probably haven't seen this yet, but there was a video out of Colorado today. Um of a kid, just a young kid. I mean, he was, he was dressed. He's got this collared shirt on nice pair of slacks, jean, I mean, tucked in, looked like he was running for some sort of political office. Looked like he could have been class president, had to have been 10 years old. His name was, or he was 12 years old. Actually, his name was Jaden. This kid had a, a Gadsden flag on his backpack and he was essentially, um, I mean, he's kicked out of class yesterday uh, because the school claimed that the flag, the Gadsden flag. Now, that's the the don't tread on me flag, um, all yellow with a coiled rattlesnake in the middle, ready to strike uh, from the Revolutionary War. Um, he was kicked out of class because his teachers said that the flag had racist origins or origins with slavery. Now, I. This blew my mind for a lot of different reasons, because you know what? I told you a story. If you watched the show last week of doing a tour of, of my, my children's school and how I was happy that I only saw three trans flags in a public school. Now, again, 
this isn't, you know, if you're over 18 and you want to, you want to, you know, pretend to be a boy, pretend to be a girl, change your name, change your, your pronouns. That is on you. You're a, you're a grown adult. This is America. You live your life the way that you want. I live my life the way that I want. Just stay the hell away from my kids. Don't. And, and why these teachers in many ways thinks that, think it's appropriate to have conversations about sex and sexuality um, with minor children without looping in the parents is beyond me. We're going to get to that story later. So put a pin in that. But my point is, is that these messages are accepted in school. No one's protesting these crazy, the, these crazy, the green agenda. No one's pr- protesting the trans agenda. Um, no one, no one cares if you come to school with an Antifa symbol on. Uh, these are government-approved narratives in government-funded public schools. And so this kid was kicked out of class for simply wearing the Gadsden flag. Um, now the history of of the Gadsden flag. I want to read you something from from Ben Franklin. The Gadsden flag was never intended, never ever, ever to have a pro-slavery message. It was a revolutionary war flag and it was meant to be patriotic. Now I want to, I want, I want to read this to you. It's, it's kind of old timey, but, but stick with me here. Um, in, in Benjamin Franklin's words, she, the snake, the rattlesnake never begins an attack nor when once engaged, ever surrenders. She is therefore an emblem of magnanimity and true courage, as if anxious to prevent all pretensions of quarreling with her, the weapons with which nature has furnished her, she conceals in the roof of her mouth, so that to those who are unacquainted with her, she appears to be a most defenseless animal. And even when those weapons are shown and extended for her defense, they appear weak and contemptible, but their wounds, however small, are decisive and fatal. Conscious of this, she never wounds till she has generously given notice even to her enemy and cautioned him against the danger of treading on her. Now, that is a powerful message, the danger of treading on her, like an an oppressive government. Don't tread on me. Get the hell away from me. It's a patriotic uh, message, the symbol of the American Revolution. Now, this... so. Why is displaying the Gadsden flag? Why is it considered maybe a punishable uh, or punishable racial harassment? Well, there is some equal opportunity, uh, um, the equal the equal employment opportunity commission had a case, um, and basically a, a postal worker complained about the flag or a coworker wearing the flag on on the hat, um, and they came to the conclusion that in in this lawsuit that the Gadsden flag originated in the Revolutionary War in a non-racial context, though the Gadsden flag has at times been used to communicate racial messages. Like, what the hell are they talking about? Um, so to be clear, it's it's not a a a racist or a racist message. It's not an endorsement of slavery at all. Um it's just some here's some uh, symbolism of the Gadsden flag from Ben Franklin. The rattlesnake is found in no other quarter of the world besides America. The rattlesnake also has sharp eyes and may therefore be esteemed as an emblem of vigilance. Again, don't tread on us. We're Americans. We're tough. We're strong. Uh, we believe in small government. We believe in rugged individualism. These are the things that this flag symbolizes. Um, the rattle on the actual rattlesnake itself. There are 13 rattles to symbolize the 13 colonies of the United States of America. So this is what the flag symbolizes. And as this kid was kicked out of his class, he's not taking this laying down at all. Um, he took a picture by a car. Now, check this out. Check out this picture. We're going to put it up here on the screen. This is this young man. You see the Gadsden. It's right over here. You see the Gadsden flag in the bottom right-hand corner of his backpack. He's also got a Dogecoin, uh, the Dogecoin dog on there, the Dogecoin cryptocurrency on there. This kid... Um, 12 years old, taking a, a picture in front of a car of presumably a student or a teacher or something with all sorts of crazy green messages. Basically, like it's the liberal roulette wheel, the liberal wheel of crazy liberal madness, whether it's climate change or open borders crap or don't mess with trans kids. I mean, all of those messages are perfectly fine to display at school but one that's steeped in history, one that symbolizes the birth of our country and the American Revolution, one that symbolizes the greatness of America, one that symbolizes 
the freedom and independence and rugged individual and the smallest minority in this country is the individual, one that symbolizes all of that, kicked out of class because the Gaston flag is racist. And therein lies, you know, the cultural problem that we face in, in America right now, where history is being revised and in some cases completely erased. And I'm sure you've heard it said that America is in the grips of a cultural revolution right now. And when I look at my children, of course, I'm going to make sure that they know and understand the true history of America. Now, America is is not a nation without flaws. Every nation in the world that has ever been has flaws. But what makes America exceptional is that we always, always, always work to form a more perfect union. We always seek to right the ship. We live in an unbelievable country for that reason. But when you look at what's so destructive about the new Democrat party or the radical left or the communists, right? They seek to erase our history because to erase our history is to also erase any sort of national identity and to erase a national identity is to erase a sense of American pride. And for all of us that are watching, or maybe we grew up and we were taught history the right way, that maybe that doesn't matter a whole lot to us because we know the truth. But when I look in the eyes of my children and kids their age, this the next generation will be truly affected because if they grow up without a sense of national identity, without a sense of pride in the greatest country in the face of the, of the earth, if they grow up to despise this country, which is what in many cases they're being taught in school today, in many of these government, these public, these public schools, these government schools are being taught to despise their own country. The reason they're, they're, they're going to grow up to hate this country and it will, for those are elected leaders in power, when they talk about transforming this country, fundamentally changing America, well, they're not going to get much pushback from the next generation because by and large, they're going to believe that America is a terrible place and probably needs to be transformed. And that's the goal, folks. That's what they're trying to do. That's why our education system is so important. That's that's the 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 baseline of the, the education system is ground zero in their fight to fundamentally transform this country. And now this kid, Jaden, like I said, he's not taking this lane down. He went to and he, he he drove from school to the NBC News affiliate, requested an interview at his local television affiliate out there in Colorado. And of course, NBC turned down the interview because of because, of course, enemy of the people. But this kid's not taking it laying down. We're going to keep an eye on this story. Um, and we're going to keep you updated on it because this is really a, this is a, 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 an infringement on this kid's First Amendment rights. And come hell or high water, he has the right to say what he wants in school and certainly to display a proud patriotic symbol like the Gadsden flag. So kudos on that young man. So but this is why folks are, are, are educating our kids about really happened in America and American history is so important, because if we don't, you get mouth breathers like Obama appointed judge, Judge Chutkin in Washington, D.C. in positions of power, whether they're elected or appointed, it doesn't matter. And there's nothing more dangerous than stupid mouth breathers in positions of power because they end up they don't understand history. Their views are shaped by a misguided sense of reality and in, in that very misguided sense of history. And they foist their ridiculously flawed views on the rest of us. And, and President Trump is, is ground zero to that right now. But Obama appointed Judge uh, Tanya Chutkin compared today, uh, January 6th, the, the, the fake insurrection, the mostly peaceful protest. She compared them to the Boston Marathon bombing and September 11th. Now, it's difficult to think of something that's more insulting to the survivors of the Boston Marathon bombing and those who were tragically killed in September 11th and those who actually survived that fateful day in American history. What an insult to those who lost their lives. What an insult to those who were blessed enough to survive. I, I just like this is what but this is what the radical left does. This is what these commies do. Everything is 
Oh, the Russians hijacked the election. It's it's 9-11. It's 9-11. Oh, January 6th, mostly peaceful protests. It's 9-11. What President Trump says on Truth Social was, oh, it's just like 9-11 all over again. Everything is 9-11 to them. They get away with this stuff, but it absolutely blows my mind because it's so morally wrong. And why would they, I mean, why would they change? Because the man at the top of the pyramid, the commander in chief of the United States of America, is a guy who at the core of who he is, is morally wrong in every sense of the word. He's been a terrible, evil, pathological liar his entire career. Joe Biden, 50 years in Washington. Everything that he says is a complete and total lie. So he talk, there's all this talk about trickle-down economics, but in the Democrat Party, there's just trickle-down mouth-breathing. Like, what's dumb at the top gets dumber as it trickles down to the bottom, I swear to God. But th this is why we have people like this in this country, because none of the leaders in the Democrat Party are ever held accountable for, for anything. And all they do is ascend in positions of power till we have the ultimate mouth-breather in the Oval Office today. And so today's the two-year anniversary of Biden checking his watch after 13 fallen warriors came home from Afghanistan. Do you remember that, that image of Biden just looking at his watch? Now, he was the reason why this is important is that he was at the dignified transfer of remains at Dover Air Force Base when our 13 fallen came home. Their flag-draped coffins were pulled off of a off of a bird, and he stands there, and he's supposed to salute as their bodies are brought forth and and they're and met with their families. It is a solemn, somber moment. It is it's it's a sacred moment. And look, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. That doesn't matter to me. There are some things in this country that should not be political. You know, we 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 talked about uh, you know kids growing up. Oh, just don't talk about politics or religion. Well, maybe we should have talked about politics or religion a little bit more. Maybe things wouldn't be so divisive today. But there are things I believe that should not be political and returning the remains of our fallen warriors of America's finest should not be. But there's Joe Biden looking at his watch. There's a picture that will no doubt live in infamy for the rest, uh, uh, while it exists on the internet, no doubt about it. But Gold Star families are livid, livid to this day that no one has been held accountable and that Joe Biden cannot even bring himself to remember their names or say their names when he's in their presence. Now, be forewarned, if you've got kids around, wear, you know, say earmuffs, you know, don't let them listen. There's some foul language in this, but I, I want you to understand before you watch this clip that this is a father who lost his, his serve, a member of his family, his son in service to this great country. You can hear the pain and anger in his voice at his commander, at the at their commander in chief, who has just disrespected the memory of his of this um, fallen warrior on this the second anniversary of Biden checking his watch at the dignified transfer of remains. Check this out. Two years has gone by, and where are we? To be frank, we're knee deep in bullshit. Is where we are. Everyone who held a key position in the military still has that position or has been promoted. John Kirby still sits on his perch, which apparently faces the opposite direction from where all the action was. Blinken continues to delay key evidence by ignoring delay or delaying subpoenas. Not a single general slapped down their stars, which should have happened two years ago when Biden ignored his reliable intelligence. Not a single person has been held accountable. Our so-called leader can't seem to even utter their names in public, not even once. Mr. Biden has run his entire political campaign for 50 years as the family man. Well, I've got news for you, sir. The curtain has been lifting, and that campaign slogan will never work again. We have seen what's going on in your family, and even worse, we've seen how you've been treating us as Gold Star families. And there couldn't be anything more disgusting and cowardly than the way you have treated us. You are a disgrace to this nation. You have no business having ultimate command over our military. And I regret not saying that to your face when I had the opportunity in Dover. I felt it more, like, more important to bite my tongue. But I also had more important things on my mind at that time, like receiving my son's lifeless body stateside. 
Well, I stood there on the tarmac watching you check your watch over and over again. All I wanted to do was shout out, it's too fucking 30, asshole. But out of respect to the other grieving families, I bit my tongue once again. Well, as you could probably tell by now, I'm done biting my tongue. You, sir, stole their lives, their futures, their dreams, and have ripped apart 13 families. You cannot even man up and admit that. You, sir, gave us all the title Gold Star Family. You, sir, discredit honor and integrity. Wow. It's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to watch that testimony. It's hard to hear his words, but clearly he's frustrated that no one has been accountable, held accountable. These generals who should have been focused on the responsible drawdown from the war in Afghanistan, but instead, in many cases, were focused on social experimentation in the military or white rage on Capitol Hill or diversity, equity and inclusion and you know, LGBTQ, LMNOP, BS in the military, all of these things that are an ultimate distraction from the military being lethal, the Biden administration has been all in on, on a responsible withdrawal from Afghanistan, not so much. And we saw firsthand the disastrous consequences of that amidst the surrender. And that's what it was, outright, complete and total surrender. And these these families, these families of the fallen, they've gotten zero answers from Joe Biden. But it shouldn't surprise any of us because, again, as I mentioned, this man is just a complete and total horrible horrible, terrible person. And he has been his entire career. In fact, the recent news that broke today is that uh, the GOP Oversight Committee has admitted to possessing approximately 5,400 email and records connected to then Vice President Joe Biden's pseudonym account. One of those accounts, Robert Peters, was, was, was on a Department of Defense server. It was hosted there. For what reason? So the Joe Biden, how deep does the rabbit hole go? I mean, this isn't this isn't a conspiracy theory. This isn't this isn't me wondering what's going on. No, th- th- one of his pseudonym accounts was held on a Department of Defense server. Why? And then Biden used that pseudonym account to pass critical government information onto his son Hunter under a pseudonym. So that then Hunter could conduct corrupt foreign business dealings with places like Ukraine and Russia and the communist Chinese. And then they take that money. They put it in the Biden family fund. And then what, what Hunter Biden did was just pay all of Joe Biden's bills, whether it's a cell phone bill, his many mortgages, rent, whatever, and then gave him half of his paycheck, Hunter Biden's paycheck. And we know this from the laptop from hell where Hunter Biden said, well, at least none of you all talking to the rest of his family have to give up half of your paycheck to dad. That's what he was talking about. So not only was was Joe Biden benefiting from this as as vice president financially by not just selling influence, but selling the family name in a corrupt and disgusting way, basically selling his soul, selling out his country for you know, a couple million dollars while the man is sitting, the sitting vice president. Well, now this guy's in the Oval Office. And so there's one reporter in Washington. Now, there are hundreds of reports, thousands of reporters in Washington that with the express sole purpose of asking questions, speaking truth to power, holding holding the, the powerful accountable. But we don't have watchdogs in the media anymore. We have lapdogs. Now, there's one person in the, in, in the White House press room that tends to ask these questions on a fairly regular basis. Uh, his name is Peter Ducey. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are more decent reporters out there, but they don't get any oxygen. But check out Peter Ducey's questions about this very corruption that I just laid out to you and listen to how KJP, the worst White House 
press secretary in the history of the country. She should be the poster child for diversity, equity, and inclusion because she has no talent. She shouldn't be in that job. You compare her to Kaylee McInerney, and oh my gosh, there's not they're, they're not even in the same universe in terms of talent. KJP just simply doesn't answer questions at all. And no one seems to care. But Peter Ducey, check this out. The Secret Service is paying $16,000 a month now to stage near Hunter Biden in Malibu. Who's paying for that? That's a question for the Secret Service. Okay. Hunter Biden is reportedly selling art to pay for his $15,800 a month rent in Malibu. How can you guarantee that people are not going to be buying this art to gain favor with the president? That is a question for Hunter Biden and his representatives. It's, it's a I, I know. I hear. I hear. The White House. We know I hear your question. Buyers got a job from the Biden administration. Can you guarantee that there is I no hear, quid pro quo? I hear your question. I'm not going to get involved in this. That is a question for Hunter Biden's representatives. So, but we know that uh, from a Hunter Biden associate now that he sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident that he has stopped doing that? That is a question for Hunter Biden. If somebody is selling the appearance of access that is, to the White House, that, that is, is a question for the White House. No, that is that is your um, your I don't know how you're perceiving That's my that. Video. <laughs> I, testimony I, by I, Archer. He said, "I am just not, Peter. I'm just not going to get into this. I'm just not." So. This testimony, since the last time that I was in here, uh, Devin Archer talks about how he and Hunter Biden tried to profit off the Biden brand. What is the Biden brand? Not going to get into it from here. I'm not going to get into it from here. We're going to move on. Go ahead. Your job is to get into these questions, into the media in that room, the reporters in that room. Your job is to ask those questions too. That entire room should be in an uproar. At the, at the lack of clarity and, and, and simply filibustering up there about questions that are critically important, essential components of Biden corruption, but, but also a, Biden and his entire international family crime syndicate, they are national security threats. What do the communist Chinese know about Joe Biden? They certainly have compromising information on Hunter Biden. Now, if any normal Joe tries to go into the military and, and get a security clearance with the kinds of information that's out there uh, on both President Biden and Hunter Biden and the rest of his family, you couldn't even get a security clearance with that kind of public information out there. I mean, if if you if there is an unbelievable risk of, of bribery in your family, in other words, a hostile foreign power could bribe you into doing something in order to keep secret something about your son, you don't get a security clearance when, when, when you're in a position like that. This is why I say Joe Biden is, is compromised. He's a, he's a foreign agent. He's a wholly owned subsidiary of, the, of Russia, of, of the communist Chinese. And, and this, this is particularly relevant because remember the golden rule, right? Anything that Democrats accuse Republicans of or conservatives of, they themselves are guilty of. What did the Democrats accuse Trump of during the four years of, of, of being president prior to Joe Biden? They accused him of being a Russian agent, but who's actually a foreign agent, a wholly owned subsidiary of Russia, China, Ukraine, whoever's giving him money, Joe Biden. It's clear as day. And so the house a house is talking about doing an impeachment inquiry i i don't i don't want to see that i think you've got to impeach joe biden and then i have to think i think that the the next step is impeach garland and ray and then i think you've got to defund systems you've got to defund these corrupt systems that are perpetrating these political persecutions on on people who disagree with the bureaucracy or these entrenched state bureaucrats the deep state i think that members of the House, members of the Senate need to stop judicial appointments. No more radical justices, period, full stop. Blo block all uh, Department of Justice appointments and promotions. Start fighting back. I don't want to see any more strongly worded letters. So Joe Biden also said something. I mean, not only is he corrupt, he's also incredibly stupid. Incre he's been st so you can't even blame his stupidity 
on being old because the man has been a pathological liar and an idiot his entire career. In fact, up until recently, the man was a joke. I mean, everyone considered him a joke. I mean, even all of the mainstream media 20 years ago, I mean, even Johnny Carson, I mean, Robin Williams, I showed you, everyone thought Joe Biden was a bumbling moron. Only now has that changed. Only now because he's president, they, they try to shield him and protect him. But Joe Biden's always been considered adult, a mouth breather. Check out, check this out, because Biden, his entire career, the title of this episode is Joe Biden, civil rights icon or civil rights moron. I, I put forth to you that the latter is, of course, true. But Joe Biden is has always tried to pretend that he's a civil rights icon. He's still doing it. Is anybody asking him any follow-on questions about what he means by this stuff? Of course, no. But check this one. Check this whopper of a pathological lie. Check this lie out. Just, just watch this. Pause for just a moment. I thought things had changed. I was able to literally, not figuratively, talk Strom Thurmond into voting for the, for the Civil Rights Act before he died. And I thought, well, maybe there's real progress. But hate never dies. It just hides. It hides under the rocks. Joe Biden said that he literally, not figuratively, literally talked to Strom Thurmond into voting for the Civil Rights Act before he died. A staunch opponent of the civil rights legislation during the 1950s and 60s, Thurmond conducted the longest speaking filibuster ever by a lone senator at 24 Uh, 24 hours and 18 minutes in length in opposition to the Civil Rights Act of 1957. Joe Biden was 21 years old at the time, 10 years before he would be elected senator. And oh, by the way, here's the most important point. Strom Thurmond voted against the Civil Rights Act. Thurmond died in 2003. But this is not like these lies not only are they so easily verifiable, but they're laughable. They're, they're, it's like the, the man is in, a, is in another universe. How he's not the laughing stock of, of the Democrat Party on the Democrat side of the House is beyond me. Because, I mean, this, think about this. The, the, the idea of pretending you're some sort of Martin Luther King civil rights icon when the, again, remember the golden rule? He's pretending to be a civil rights icon, but really, this is a man that eulogized Robert Byrd, who was a, like a grand wizard or a grand cyclops of the KKK. Joe Biden um, argued against um, integrating schools. He didn't want his children to be a part of a racial jungle. Joe Biden was was a a massive proponent of of the Crime Act, which put more black Americans in jail than almost any other bill. Joe Biden's entire career. Oh, remember? Oh, if if, if you ain't black, remember him saying you don't vote for the Democrat Party. You don't vote for me. Well, you're not black. Well, this is a white guy that's been that, that eulogized a member of the KKK saying that stuff. But Joe Biden would have you believe that he's some civil rights icon. And what's more, he's been lying about it his entire career. RNC Research on Twitter put together this amazing video of this. You just got to watch the whole thing because you just got to see it because the guy's lies are just out of this world. Check this out. When I marched in the civil rights movement, I did not march with a 12-point program. I marched with tens of thousands of others to change attitudes. And we changed attitudes. He lied to voters, according to the New York Times, uh, quoting aides of, of Biden's, about having marched in the civil rights movement. I got involved in the civil rights movement. I got involved in desegregated movie theaters. They organized voter registration drives. From the time I got involved as a high school kid in the civil rights movement. But I was a kid involved in the civil rights movement, desegregating restaurants and movie theaters in my state. From the time I got involved as a kid in the civil rights movement, sit-ins and... Desegregating restaurants. And I got involved in the civil rights movement uh, just as a kid. And that's why I got so deeply involved in my community with the civil rights movement. When I sat in black churches on the east side of Wilmington getting ready to, and by the way, next to Jewish two Jewish rabbis, uh, getting ready to go out and desegregate movie theaters in Delaware. I came out of the civil rights movement. I'd start off in the black churches and we'd go from there to 
desegregate movie theaters. For real, I got involved in the civil rights movement. From the time I've been 18 years old, I've been involved in causes from the civil rights movement. Got involved in the civil rights movement and desegregating restaurants, that kind of thing. Coming out of the civil rights movement and being involved in the Jewish community as a kid in the civil rights movement. I got involved in the civil rights movement. Get ready to go out and desegregate restaurants and movie theaters. That's what got me involved in civil rights as a kid. I got very engaged, in my case, in the civil rights movement. Quote, more than once, advisors had gently reminded Mr. Biden of the problem with this formulation. He had not actually marched during the civil rights movement. And more than once, Mr. Biden assured them that he understood and kept telling the story anyway. That is really, really weird. Look, if Monica Lewinsky's boyfriend, Jake Tapper, is saying that something is weird, it is out of this universe weird. What the hell is going on here that... An American politician in Washington for 50 years can continue to push these crazy, crazy lies. And now that he's in the Oval Office, I don't know if it's because he's been lying his entire life and people are just used to it and they said, don't take him seriously. What the hell is going on that this guy can sit in the Oval Office without this brazen hypocrisy like you've been a part of, of a Democrat party that that marched hand in hand with racists to where you were eulogizing members of the KKK. But here, that's what you were doing. But in public speeches, you acted as if you were marching hand in hand with Martin Luther King. How this isn't the scandal of the century, I don't know. But I mean, maybe there are just so many scandals of this this complete idiot that maybe the media is lost in the sauce. I don't know. Um, Let me take a a quick pause here uh, and thank uh, box noggin he 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 uh, gave uh 10 bucks in in the super chat um thank you um everything that we get every donation we get every con- contribution you get first of all you don't have to do that but but thank you um 100 of it goes into you know upgrading the studio and being able to bring you more content i mean right now my studio is in the basement i can hear kids stomping around upstairs my cat's litter box is like right over there so anything that i can do (laughs) to build out a studio and bring better production quality to you um we're gonna do and 100 percent of of proceeds given on those on those super chats and stuff is gonna be poured right back into uh upgrading the studio so thank you box noggin and also just i want to thank deep well we jumped into it they're the founding sponsor of this program but they're amazing amazing American oil and gas company. They keep us energy. They, they're, they're, they big believers in American energy independence. They're, they're big believers uh, in America. They're patriots. They're hiring. Go check them out on their website. Um, let me get right back into it though. How Joe Biden can get away with what he, his, his entire life, his entire life is a lie. Everything about him is a lie. It, it, again, here you are in your past Everything you've ever done, your legacy is steeped in what is very real racism, yet you pretend to be a civil rights icon. And for the most part, not only have you gotten away with it, you failed up. Now you went from senator to uh, vice president to president of the United States. It's it's beyond me. And now the intelligence community has determined that uh, domestic terrorism, okay, Domestic terrorism rooted in white supremacy is the greatest threat that we face to the homeland. Now, the way I see this is they're directing the collective effort of law, uh, federal law enforcement and U.S. intelligence communities to, uh, to, to directing their collective gaze upon Americans and American citizens who are unhappy with the policy choices made by these entrenched bureaucrats in the deep state. That's what's happening here. Um, listen to listen to Joe Biden talk about this and try not to get creeped out, but really just try to listen to him call basically people who question the system, who think for themselves, domestic terrorists. Check this out. To the point where the intelligence community is determined, the U.S. intelligence community is determined that domestic terrorism rooted in white supremacy is the greatest terrorist threat we face in the homeland. The greatest threat. Oh, well, that's that's just great, especially in the wake of 
all the lies of the 2020 election, especially in the wake of COVID when they stole all your freedom, the first round of lockdowns where they drained your bank accounts and they forced your loved ones to die alone. Now, this is great that now um, one of the most divisive presidents in American history, um, even more so divisive than than Barack Obama, I would argue, is is now calling anyone really who questions the state a, a white supremacist domestic terrorist. I mean, it should concern all of us. And this is what I always say. It's not just about taking President Trump out and locking him up for 700 years for the rest of his life. And, you know, basically Joe Biden's number one political opponent. It, that's just phase one of their plan. They're coming after you. Don't listen to me. Listen to what Joe Biden is saying. D you're all domestic terrorists. You're all white supremacists. It's coming. In fact, their entire agenda is about control, is about compliance. You see this shirt? Do not comply right here. This is um, part of the Battleground Apparel Company that we just rolled out. Um, but this shirt, th that this is the pathway out. <laughs> like, just do not comply with the insanity. America is just too important to let these radical communist mouth breathers steal it from us. And you notice that climate change was sent, took center stage at the GOP debate when Vivek said that he, he believes that the climate change agenda is a hoax. It's not just a hoax. The central component to the ch climate change agenda is about controlling you. You are the carbon that they want to control. It's not about protecting the environment. It's, it's not about clean air or clean water. It's about control, controlling what you do. And in fact, if you want proof of this, about how the Dems basically blame everything on climate change. Now, I, I've told the producers, uh, my producers, uh, like not Brock yet, but some of the uh, Chad and Andrew um, who helped put together this show that I need two things for the show. A little graphic, uh, basically a thermometer that measures the crazy of, uh, of these liberal comments. And what we'll do at each threshold of the thermometer is put a, a dumb mouth breather dem at each level, like maybe Adam Schiff looking stupid at the first level. Um, Joe Biden with his crazy, crazy vacant stare like that at the, at, at the next to the top. And then that crazy video of Hillary Clinton looking at the balloons like this at the very top for to signify max crazy. So anytime one of these radical, crazy communist mouth breathers says something like maybe we should have this thermometer to to categorize their crazy. I also want a a a a, a spin wheel of what's the narrative of the day? Is it going to be racism? Is it going to be misogyny? Is it going to be xenophobe? Is it going to be domestic terrorist or white supremacy or climate change? Spin the wheel. Like, you, you know, that's what they're doing. You know, Joe Biden and his lackeys are in the Oval Office and spinning the wheel. What's the narrative going to be today? Throw a dart, whatever it is. That's what they roll with. So for Maui and the tragic wildfires there, we've been covering this pretty closely and just how it just seems like the government did everything wrong from uh, keeping water from the people, from not clear-cutting around power lines to, to a lack of complete and total lack of transparency, to outright lies, to censorship. You know, censorship leads people to believe that something, they're tr the government's trying to hide something. There's been a total media blackout around, around the uh, Lahana and Maui where the wildfires were, and that raises questions in people's minds. And part of the reason why people have questions is that the Democrats have been relentless on their, narr their, their narrative wheel of insanity with this climate change stuff. That's how they started this. But I'm going to take you through how they're shifting the narrative just a little bit. Um, but check out this first video of Kamala Harris discussing the Maui wildfires in at a speech in Seattle. Every day around the world, the impact of the climate crisis is stark and it is vivid. We are seeing it in real time. And across our nation, we see communities choked by drought, washed out by flood, and decimated by hurricanes. And of course, we are all praying for the people of Maui. Far too many lives lost. Far too many lives lost. Um, homes lost, businesses lost, livelihoods lost. Um, and of course, we have to recognize and, and pay spe special attention to the Native Hawaiian community, which has seen some of their most sacred cultural sites destroyed. 
And so I will say that President Biden and I will continue to do all that we can to help the people of Hawaii, and both in terms of what they need now, but what they need in terms of recovery and what they will need to rebuild. Check out uh, Hawaii Democrat Governor Josh Green. Check out what he had to say about this. Just to be clear, when you're talking about global warming, are you saying that climate change amplified the cost of human error? Yes, it did. Uh, There's always going to be incredible things that people do to save lives from the firefighters, from citizens. And there's always going to be decisions that are made that I'm sure aren't perfect in the moment. Yep. Climate change. Yep. Not only that, it it wasn't climate change that just caused the disaster. It also caused all the human error, if that makes any sense. Um, Governor Josh Green had some more to say on this topic about the wildfires. Now, keep in mind, this is the chief executive of the state of Hawaii blaming the wildfires on climate change. It's just mind bogglingly stupid. Unbelievable. Check this out. Questions remain about the cause of the fire, and the state's attorney general is now investigating the response. There are studies showing that exactly this type of fire could have happened in Lahaina, caused by a hurricane. What has been done to prepare for and prevent a fire like this from occurring? This is the first time we've ever experienced a wildfire in the context of these dry conditions, global warming, and with a hurricane that's just passing us. There's no question this catastrophe is going to change the way everyone looks at fire. Unbelievable. Even the White House clean energies are. Clean energies are. John Podesta said Hawaii fires were fueled by climate change. Um, oh, oh, gosh. Somebody else got in on the action. It's a guy. I mean, I think you know who he is. He's he's acclaimed COVID expert and lockdown uh, lockdown expert, Anthony Fauci. Why the hell this guy's talking about climate change? I don't know, but check out what Anthony Fauci had to say about climate change and, and global warming. Check it out. And zoonotic diseases will have the tools, but the climate change countering has to come from an international commitment to decrease the carbon imprint in society so you don't have the kinds of crazy weather that we're having in this country. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, everything from the fire, the tragic fire in Hawaii to Texas, which had something like 75 days in a row, <laughs> over 95. I mean, it's completely, really amazing what's happened with climate change. Evil little elf, trust the science, Anthony Fauci jumping all over a ridiculous fake climate change narrative for the wildfires in Hawaii. He wasted no time doing it because he's a complete idiot. How this man had so much power in America is beyond me. And it goes back long before President Trump and and, and Barack Obama before him and George W. Well, this is a guy that was working in government at the, at the peak of the AIDS pandemic or endemic back in the day. And oh, by the way, he made wrong decisions about about that disease even way back then the guy is wrong about everything yet these democrats fail up and oh by the way democrats have been confronted with the reality that climate change is not news flash news flash climate change is not responsible for the wildfires in Maui and Fox News today, Hawaiian officials attributed the cause of catastrophic wildfires to alleged failures from the state's main power utility company and down power lines this week after Democrats blamed the disaster on global warming. Gee, I didn't see that one coming. Will, will anything happen to these liars? Will they ever be held accountable for this? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, the people in Maui, they just lost everything. In some cases, entire families and children. But whatever, like these Democrats who have been in charge of Hawaii for I can't even tell you how long. You know, you got some hippy dippy water guy that somehow cut off water to fight the fires while people were in the grips of these flames. Nothing's going to happen. I mean, it's literally an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and they ran out of water. I mean, only Democrats could be so stupid. Yet they never get held accountable. And so now, of course, that the climate change narrative is, of course, no longer going to work 
So new New York Times article came out in this topic, and the title of which is A Legacy of Colonialism set the stage for the Maui wildfires. So now it's not just climate change, but it's a legacy of colonialism. So remember the liberal the, uh, wheel of, ins- uh, the narrative wheel of insanity. I don't know what we're going to call it, but spin it. Today, ladies and gentlemen, it's colonialism set the stage for the for the fires, the wildfires in Maui. And you guessed it. I could read this article to you, but you guessed it. It's basically all white people's and Christians fault. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. Say so I'll save you the time of reading the article. It's all white people's fault. And if you're it, but only white Christians, like you're the ones that are responsible for, you know, colonizing hawaii and making it livable so you ultimately like they're scapegoating you now for the wildfires so uh so you heard anthony fauci talking about climate change um all over the news and i I, forgive me because i'm moving through this stuff quickly but covid lockdowns are clearly coming back or at least they're trying to bring them back before i talk about a lot of the latest news stories kevin Thank you for 20 bucks in the super chat. Again, 100% of the proceeds. You don't have to do this. You don't. You really don't. But 100% of the proceeds go into building this podcast studio, better equipment, better produced content. Um, so thank you, Kevin. God bless you. Like, Thank you so much for being in the trenches with us. I also want to thank Cabot Guns for making the best 1911 pistols in, in the business. If they're pro-Second Amendment, they love America. Um, they believe in this country at the core of who they are. So check out Cabot Guns. I mean, they make the, the best shooters pistols in the entire country. Um, but COVID lockdowns. So think back to those, you know, in the in the 2020 election where they used COVID for, to, to drive through sweeping electoral changes, whether it was in the courts or drop boxes or mail-in ballots, remove signature verification or, or um, you know, uh, Zucker, Zuckerberg dumping, you know, millions of dollars into every state, you know, now, these are private funds not appropriated by State Department of States uh, to to directly affect elections in heavily Democrat areas, funded these drop boxes. Yeah, they use COVID for a lot of things, but they also locked us down, stole our freedom. They closed churches and left strip clubs open. I, you had. And by the way, none of these tyrants who did that adhered to their own laws. I mean, Gretchen Whitmer and her husband were trying to get their boat out and scarf lady Deborah Burks was gallivanting all around the country to do Thanksgiving with her family while you all were locked down. And of course, Anthony Fauci, the evil elf, William Mask. Oh, no, wait, it started with masks on effective to just wear a mask for two weeks. Then you got to wear your mask everywhere you go and know your mask just doesn't protect you. It protects others. So wear your mask to protect others, even though that makes no logical sense to wear your mask, you know, for three, four months everywhere you go. Actually, we even wear your mask on Zoom calls because you can catch the virus through a computer screen and not just get one vax, but get one booster, get two boosters, get three boosters, get five boosters. It just never ends with these idiots. Not only that, they're completely and totally wrong. I mean, look, we've been talking about the wildfires. I got to show you this graphic um, from the CDC. You just got to see it, and, and I want you to focus on it. Look at that right there. CDC accidentally admits masks are totally useless. You see that they're saying that cloth masks or masks in general don't work to protect from smoke from wildfires. Look at the look at the, the the smoke molecule there on the far right of the graphic. And look at the little arrow to the coronavirus. Look how much bigger the smoke is than the virus. If masks don't protect you against smoke, how the hell do they protect you against the virus? None of this makes any sense. I'm sorry, but these people, these morons, like Oh, trust the science. Well, my God, look at the graphic from the CDC. If masks don't protect against smoke, how the hell do they protect against the virus? You know what? They're going to try to force them on us. You watch. They're already trying. They're ro- all these colleges are rolling out mask mandates. There was a college down in Atlanta. Just wear masks for two weeks because COVID is spiking again. Isn't it interesting how COVID always spikes like as we roll into election season? Um, and not only, Not only did... 
did like these lockdown hurt us and all these deep state bureaucrats that fail up not only did they did they hurt us when they stole our freedom and not only is is all of this particularly egregious in the context that they're trying to do this to do the same thing to us again um Trump was right about a lot of things in COVID, uh, especially about the death rate. Now there's like new science coming out in this stuff every day about what the true COVID death rate was, because frankly, you know, you could have been somebody killed in a motorcycle accident. And if you caught COVID or you had COVID at the time of death, they were blaming the death on COVID. So, of course, the COVID death numbers were were greatly exaggerated. That's not to say that COVID wasn't real. I mean, certainly it was real, but. The numbers themselves were greatly exaggerated to scare you into giving up your freedom. I want to show this mashup. Um, and it's from, again, it's it's from, um, I think it's from Amuse or Maze on Twitter. I don't know. It's one of these amazing Twitter accounts that comes up with these uh, video mashups. I think it's Maze. Um, but the COVID death rate was not 3.4%. You know who said it wasn't? Trump. You know who who positioned him as a conspiracy theorist and insulted him as a moron? The media. Check this out. The new warning from the World Health Organization, the death rate from the coronavirus is rising. 3.4% is higher. Twice as deadly as previous estimates. 3.4% a state of emergency. emergency. Well, I think the 3.4% is really a false number. Based on a lot of conversations with a lot of people that do this, I think the number is way under 1%. So to fact check, the World Health Organization says the coronavirus death rate is 3.4%. President Trump lies that the World Health Organization is wrong. The number is 3.4%. 3.4% is what it's being reported around the world. Making it deadlier so much death. The death rate. The percentage is 3.4%. And no hunch from the president can change that. Trump lied about the most recent World Health Organization estimate that the global death rate of coronavirus is 3.4%. The 3.4% death rate was wrong. And WHO data later updated it to a fraction of 1%. Let's go back into history. Trump has a hunch that the death rate is lower than 1%. Way under 1%. Way under 1%. <laughs> Does someone put a mozzarella stick in his stupid hole? Trump lied to viewers about the mortality rate. Way under 1%. False information. She's spreading disinformation. Misinformation and dangerous. Disinformation. If you're president of the United States, you have the world's greatest scientists at your disposal. You listen to them. Leading scientists, including Dr. Fauci, wrote in the New England Journal of Medicine that the death rate could be considerably less than 1% way under 1%. Why are you going on national television and contradicting experts based on a hunch? His fake hunch with some fake math. The president somehow thinks it could be lower than 1% based on nothing. Based on a lot of conversations with a lot of people that do this. Outright lies. Contradicting health officials on fatality rates. It's not a time for Donald Trump to be calling into cable shows. It's a time for the CDC. What is CDC's best estimate of the fatality rate? It's somewhere between half a percent and 1%. A fraction of 1%. The president is spreading false information. Information, discarding what the health professionals are saying. Outright bogus information. Science is not based on hunches. A hunch yeah. about what he thinks is going on. Instead of trusting information from doctors and scientists. He has a hunch. 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 A hunch. It's not a time for Donald Trump's hunches. It's a time for science. It's a time for doctors. Welcome Dr. Jay Bhattacharya. Uh, my hypothesis. My hunch. Was it likely to be less deadly than the World Health Organization was saying. 3.4%. There was no way that was true. Really uh, false numbers. This is why I ran the study in April of 2020. And what did you discover? The infection fatality rate was 0.2%. Way under 1%. Trump continues to contradict and downplay all things coronavirus. The president appearing to contradict medical experts on the mortality rate of the virus. Personally, I would say the number is way under 1%. Later on CNN. Our estimates are probably pretty inflated. Very high because the easy cases, they don't report to doctors or the hospital in many cases. So uh, initially, WHO released uh, estimates of 3.4 percent. Really uh, false. <laughs> See, like, I mean, it's so easy to put together these supercuts. And by the way, that wasn't for Maze. That was from um, ORF. So kudos to ORF for that incredible, incredible video. But these people are despicable liars from the evil elf Anthony Fauci to scarf lady Deborah Burks to every one of these Democrats who every time they got they got vaccinated, they got covid. The response was exactly the same. Oh, I got covid. My symptoms are mild. Thank God I was vaccinated a thousand times, even though the vaccine didn't protect you from getting covid in the first place. It absolutely drives me crazy. 
So check out uh, Media Hassan or whatever this idiot is on MSNBC about kids in school and how they were actually adversely affected by COVID. Now, of course, that's not true. Thank God COVID didn't affect children. Thank God. But here's here's this idiot on MSNBC talking about how COVID actually affected children. It was dangerous to them and how closing schools really wasn't that big of a deal. Check this out. Today, I want to address this thorny and very emotive issue of kids, schools and COVID, because we have seen a blatant and bad faith rewriting of history on this issue from a lot of people who should know better. And so I think this today, what you're about to watch is one of the most important deep dives I've ever done on this show. Because the myths about children and COVID, that kids aren't really harmed by it, that school closures were a massive and avoidable mistake, that they cause learning loss and mental health issues. Those myths, and they are myths, dangerous myths, have endured for so long, become so ingrained, so pervasive, that they're not just something Fox viewers believe. I'm sure many of you watching at home have sadly come to accept many of these myths as true. This makes me sick to my stomach. Thank God, and I mean it, thank God COVID did not affect our children. But to sit there now with everything that we know and use your platform to millions of people on MSNBC to say that school closures were actually not that big of a deal, it's sickening. It's why President Trump called you and branded you the enemy of the people. It's because you are. Of course, children had learning loss. They weren't in school for years. I mean, I had two two of my daughters, two of my stepdaughters. They were out of school for damn near 18 months. It wasn't their fault. It was the government's fault. They missed out on things in their, in their childhood that they'll never get back. They, they missed out on sports. They missed out on plays. They missed out on hanging out with their friends. And when they were let back in school, they had to wear these masks that were completely and totally useless. The science tells us that now. I just showed you a graphic from the CDC showing that they're totally useless, even though what's crazy is that the smartest people on the face of the planet are supposed to work at the CDC. And they didn't even realize the graphic that they released was a massive self-owned because they said that if that masks don't protect against smoke from wildfires, then how the hell... They protect against COVID, a virus that's much, much smaller. Makes no sense. But the fact that the media is doing this right now, trying to trying to push the fact that school closures were no big deal is because they're going to try to do it again. And they want to plant the seeds in your mind that school closures, not a big deal. Don't let them do it. It's coming again. Don't let them do it. You see this shirt? You wear it proudly everywhere you go when they try to do this again. The only way that they can do this is if we let them. Now, listen, we let them the first time. Let's give Americans grace on that. There was a hell of a lot that we didn't know about COVID. It could have been a hell of a lot more dangerous than than it's proven to be. But now we see the truth with clear eyes. We see the actual science as it slowly trickles out and emerges. We're paying attention to this stuff now. We can't let the government do that to us again. Do not comply. It's coming. So I'm going to end the show tonight. We'll get to the trans uh, the trans insanity tomorrow, I promise. I've got a whole block that just exposes all of it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. But it's, um, it's a resident liberal on the five, uh, former Democrat rep Harold Ford Jr. Um, check out this conversation on the five. It's kind of funny. I, it, I want to end it on a high note for all of you. But check this out. Check this out. I think the message from is get the shot if you want. I if will. If you want it, don't, go ahead. Don't get it. Where you're going to get another one. I just said I'm not going to ask anybody if they're it? getting their shot. Get, I won't wear a mask, but I'm going to get the shot. You are? How, what number shot is this for you? I've had it every t- So I'm, I'm <laughs> doing one in October. I have one in April. How many? What's the total? So this yeah. will be my seventh. Oh. <laughs> seventh shot. And I've had COVID three times. Coming up. <laughs> he's had seven shots, but he's got COVID three times. He can't possibly believe, and it seems like that was all light uttered, and I'm not trying to throw shade, but if it's a vaccine. You get the shot, and you get COVID. After the first time, you think, well, well, clearly the vaccine doesn't work, but you've got seven shots, 
and you've had COVID three times that you know of, and yet you're still planning on getting the shot? What the hell is going on? Wake up. Do not comply. Do not let them do this to us again, folks. These people, they would steal your freedom. They would shred the Constitution. They would destroy the Bill of Rights if they could. Don't let them. We live. We live in a dark time in America where there are people who exist that would take these rights from you. And they'll use fear to do it. Don't allow them. And so that's it for today, folks. Thank you for tuning in to Battleground Live. Thank you for being in the trenches with us. You know, if you're watching this program, if you stuck with us to the very end, please be sure to like this video. It matters a lot. Uh, subscribe to the, the Battleground channel on Rumble. We're exclusive on Rumble. Um, subscribe. It's completely free. We'll do everything. We will always keep this free for you. Um, go to officialshawnparnell.com. That's where the Do Not Comply shirts are. I know that I've seen, I've talked to people in the live chat. We had like... 50 or 60 people waiting for the show, queuing up for the show today. And we were talking in the live chat prior to the show. People were talking about they had their Do Not Comply shirts already and they were wearing them. Thank you. God bless you. Um, for those of you who are wondering how to get the Battleground uh, Apparel Company merch, it's at officialshawnparnell.com. Um, Do Not Comply shirts are just flying off the rack. Uh, but we've got lots of other cool apparel up there too. So as always, thank you for being in the trenches with us. God bless you all. God bless this amazing country that we live in. See you tomorrow. Take care. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.